The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Irreverent. Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. Listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio. Hello there, and welcome to All Things Therapy. I am your host, Lisa Tahir. Today, I'm doing something different. I am doing a solo show, and I invite you. If you'd like to call in and be a part of the show with a question, a topic, or comment, I invite you to call 323-203-0815. I had a last-minute cancellation, and instead of trying to rebook when I sat to contemplate what to do, I felt led to just really connect with you. It's my favorite part of being a podcaster and a therapist is connecting with you, my listener, my client, and that is uh, something I value. And so I just want to be led intuitively to speak to you today and probably not take the whole time of the 45-minute show, just speak to what I feel could be of value to you and things going on with me. If you've been listening, you know that I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I practice as an intuitive therapist. My website, which I invite you to explore, is nolatherapy.com, N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com. And that is the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy. I was born and raised in New Orleans. And six years ago, I went out to Los Angeles to expand my own life and started a a private practice there and found LA Talk Radio. And just my life really changed for the better. There were struggles. There was a lot in my belief system that I had to change and overcome to create this life that I so deeply wanted, yet wasn't sure how to do it financially, geographically, time-wise, how to even speak to my clients in New Orleans at that time about I'm going to be spending time in Los Angeles, fear around disappointing them. And I'm, I'm bringing all this up because I'm certain that someone listening is in the same place, contemplating a change that you want to make in your life. But when you look at all the moving parts of your life, it feels and very well could be overwhelming. Like, how do I actually make this big change so I can be happier without dropping all the balls 
that I have going in my own life. And I was really there six years ago when I went to Los Angeles for a weekend, really felt good being there. I loved the beach, the mountains, the energy, the change, being born and raised in New Orleans and having lived in in one place for the first 43 years of my life. I was really wanting to live somewhere else and knowing that to do it at that time was the moment versus waiting till I could afford a second home or any excuse or any reason or, you know, whatever. I just knew this was the time. Life gave me an opportunity and um, I got really creative. And the weekend I was in L.A., kind of checking out offices. I, I went to see a few offices and one office in particular, the owners allowed me to uh, to live in my office and I found a gym up the street to become a member and shower there. I mean, super unconventional. Really, I was thinking outside of the box and you might need to do that too. You might really need to get creative and solution focused. Often when you have a dream, a desire, it, it's so strong within you, but there might not be the obvious path. It might look really hard or impossible. And I just knew I had to do this for myself. So I started going out to Los Angeles one week every month living in my office, renting a car, and that rental car served as like a mobile closet. I had clothes hanging in it. I had client files. I mean, I look back and I'm like, I can't even believe I can't even believe I lived like that for a year and a half, but I knew that I was building a dream and taking steps towards my dream of fully living in two beautiful cities. I wanted to meet new people. I didn't have my podcast yet, but many of my friends in Los Angeles had shows, podcasts, TV shows, really creative things they were doing in the media realm. And I was like, wow, I wonder, you know, I'm thinking if they could do it, I can also. And I really loved LA Talk Radio and, and what they're about. So that was four years ago that I started my podcast. And, and with any of these steps, that you reach out to take anything new that you begin, it is normal to feel fear. It's normal to feel like an imposter, meaning that you don't know what you're doing. And are people going to see through that? Are people going to uh, demean you or dismiss you because you're really green or you're doing something brand new and you don't have the years behind you, the credentials behind you? And I'm just going to tell you to put all of that aside as much as you can and charge forward. It's okay to feel uh, uncertain, nervous, scared, anxiety. Just do it anyway. I am so thankful to myself that I took these steps forward, even though people around me really thought I had lost my mind. Like literally, like what the F are you doing? And I said, I'm not really sure. I just feel moved to move forward in this new direction. And my one week per month in LA became two weeks per month. And I was able to, uh, I started Airbnb then to decide like where in LA would I like to live? So I'd go stay for two weeks in an Airbnb and still renting a car and exploring, establishing some friendships, getting more comfortable with just the lay of the land in LA. And for me, it was, again, coming from New Orleans, a small place where I have been very comfortable. It it was really life-changing for me to step out. I had so much anxiety, so much fear. And so many times my thought was like, what the hell are you doing? 
you don't have to do this. You have a really good life in New Orleans. Quit. But something in me was like, you can't quit. Like just a little, like another month. Just try it one more time. And that one more time has evolved into six years where I do have my own residence in LA and in New Orleans. I bought a car. Um, I'm still at my same office at Oasis Healing Center, though now I'm doing all remote therapy. So wherever you are, I'm available to be your practitioner, whatever state or country you're in. And I really like this aspect, this change in traditional therapy, moving from in-person to online. It really allows me to connect with all kinds of clients and work with people I wouldn't have had access to prior to this being the acceptable way of therapy. So to you contemplating a major change, a shift, a desire that you have, but it looks impossible, get creative and take some time to sit still with yourself. I took out pieces of paper, divided in half pros and cons of New Orleans, Los Angeles, and just really gave myself permission to fully pursue this dream. And it it took quite a few years. Like that was my focus, like building my dream, focusing on expanding NOLA therapy from New Orleans to Los Angeles, starting a podcast. And I began writing a book four years ago, also researching a book that I was led to write to answer a question I had. And I think many things that you're going to find yourself creating or that you've already created are birthed out of your own desire to answer a question that hasn't been answered well enough for you. And for me, the, the question that arose was, why have I treated so many clients? Why have I been in therapy for such a long time? And and yet rehashing some of the same traumatic memories and experiences, it, it felt like being on the hamster wheel and having moments of joy and happiness and just awesome things happening. And then coming back to kind of this baseline that was never truly elevating higher and higher and higher. And I just was like, what the hell is going on? And I began meditating four years ago. And one day or night sitting in meditation, I received the word Chiron, C-H-I-R-O-N. And my only knowledge of Chiron was from some brief reading I've done on Carl Jung and his archetypes. And Chiron is the archetype of the wounded healer. And I began to Google Chiron. And I started with Carl Jung's uh, work. And I was like, okay, I see. That's interesting. But how is this answering my question about the next step in therapy, the next step in healing? Like what is beyond the talk therapy narrative of sitting in the pain and and having that become disempowering versus transformational. And the more that I researched, I learned that Chiron is also an astrological placement in our birth chart. Just like your sun sign, your rising sign, your moon, your Venus, Chiron is a placement. And I became really fascinated. And when I researched Chiron, astronomically, Chiron is was discovered in 1977 by a Charles Cowell in Palo Alto, California. And 
let's see, let me just do a little reading for to you about this. Chiron was initially classified as an asteroid and as a minor planet. Today, it's classified both as a minor planet and a comet, known by the cometary designation 95P, Chiron. And what was significant about this planet is that it had an elliptical orbit between Saturn and Uranus. It wasn't a round orbit like most planets. It was like a skew. And that really speaks to this planet's pull between Uranus, the planet of the unexpected, the brand new, something that comes seemingly out of the blue, and Saturn, the planet of restriction, and how to really grow beyond our limitations and restrictions. Often it's by stepping into the new, the unexpected. And I just started delving more into this, and I felt like I was on to something to offer. And I just kind of started jotting down notes continuing to research. And whenever I've had an astrological reading from a practitioner, they've never talked about Chiron. They talk about so many other placements and cool things. But I was like, wow, there's something to this. And learning that my Chiron is in the planet of Aries, which has to do with the core wounding and one's sense of their value and their worth. And it can lead to people-pleasing. It can lead to having a lot of professional success, yet never feeling quite good enough. And so you're trying to achieve deep satisfaction within yourself through performance-based measures like, you know, awards, milestones in business, a certain amount of money it might be, or various pursuits that never leave you feeling deeply satisfied with yourself. And I was like, oh my gosh, that so hits that nail on the head for me. And even thinking that love is performance-based, I have to prove that I'm lovable. I have to like do all kinds of things for people to, to appear valuable. And that was a core wound for me going back to my childhood, growing up in a home where it was very performance-based. Like you had to, you know, pull your weight and and more so to to just even get a thank you um and often not that at all it was like i could never do enough to to feel loved and that's something we carry into our adulthoods and into our relationship and our relationships with others and most directly with our our relationship to and with ourselves. And so I started a four-year process of affirming myself. I am going to approve of myself every day. I am worthy. I am good enough. And I sought to disconnect from that performance-based love, performance-based achievement, and just really go deep into the psychology of my own mind, of my own core wounding. And I started to write I started to write this book and I researched fully Chiron and Aries, Chiron and Taurus, Chiron and Gemini, Chiron and Cancer, Chiron and Leo, Chiron and Virgo, Chiron and Libra, Chiron and Scorpio, Chiron and Sagittarius, Chiron and Capricorn, Chiron and Aquarius, and lastly, Chiron and, which is titled The Chiron effect, healing our core wounds through astrology, empathy, and self-forgiveness. And in August, just this past month, my work, my book was endorsed by His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, 
I am so proud to offer it. It's on pre-sale right now. And I've been talking about this every show for a while, but this is kind of the birthing of it, how I even received the idea. It was from a place of total frustration with my current day therapy, having clients and myself kind of repeating, telling the same story from different aspects or angles, but not telling a new story of who am I becoming? First of all, who do I want to be? What do I want to experience? And though it's not in my life yet, starting to feel what it's going to be like when I believe in myself, when I feel good enough, what would I create? I would create a freaking podcast. So I'm going to reach out to L.A. Talk Radio and schedule an appointment to go see the studio. So you start moving in action as you feel led to. And it doesn't mean you're going to feel like it's easy or this is like, you know, fireworks exploding in the sky leading you. Often it's just this very small, still voice that's like, what about this? And it's up to you in that moment. I notice we kind of have like a 10 second window to act or the impulse fades. So when you have that impulse to act, please act, jot it down. And if you don't act that day, if you, some people like to take a little more time, be a little more thoughtful, that's, that can be healthy. Jot down the impulses that come up and sit with it and really start to play with it and explore, you know, just cause you go research something doesn't mean you have to commit to it or sign a contract, it starts to really open doors in life when you move in the direction of your dreams, like exploring what venue when you get married, even if the person's not in your life or the person you desire is in another relationship to start exploring. Like when I get married, I want to get married here and let's Google that place and let's look at what it costs and let's start to feel that energy of connecting to it. I've been doing that because I intend to get married in 2021. So I've been looking at the venue that I desire to get married in and check out, you know, what that looks like, uh, what the cost is. And it starts to feel really good. That's how you really pull towards you everything you want to manifest. And even for me, his holiness's endorsement was a two year intention that I set two years ago. And I actually reached out to him in an email, did not hear anything, and I knew it's because I wasn't aligned. I, my my energy, my vibration wasn't aligned to receive that outcome of his endorsement. And I knew it right when I sent it, like, up, oh, Lisa, you gotta you gotta do some more inner work here. And for me, when I sat in meditation, not sure how to receive his holiness's endorsement, what came to me again in the stillness is learn about compassion, learn to be self-forgiving first with me, and then let's start forgiving others more. Let's stop holding others to this high standard you have for them and feeling let down when they don't meet it. Let, let's start to view people as who they are today, not in their fully actualized potential that I see for them if they were living at their highest uh, calling, for instance, and even myself, like let go of these rigid standards of perfection and achievement? What if I just love me as me? What if I just love them as them? And when somebody presents an aspect or does something that I don't really like, it's only one facet of them. It's not the the totality of them. Just like it's not the totality of me if I am rude to someone because I'm not being present or I'm thinking of something else. It's only a facet. So I really spent the last two years softening 
my expectations of others and myself. And in meditation, I felt my own, I felt this clarity. I felt like, I bet this is how his holiness goes about life. To me, he's the embodiment of compassion. And my book is a book about compassion and self-forgiveness and empathy. So I knew if I could just really align with the energies of compassion, the energies of empathy and self-forgiveness, that his holiness would read my book and endorse it. And it was two years and it started to feel just really good. Like I'm floating in the universe with the Dalai Lama next to me in meditation. And about a month and a half ago, I received a very clear message. Email me. I want to read your book. And it felt like it was his holiness himself in the quantum field speaking to me. So I did. I sent an email with my manuscript just saying how it would an honor it would be if he would consider his endorsement that I saw him speak when he was in New Orleans several years ago and how much I enjoy the way he approaches transformation through the lens of compassion and forgiveness. And it's what I've studied and put out in my book. And y'all, within a couple weeks, I had his endorsement. So this isn't about paying someone to do it for you or bending over backwards. You know, it, it was intense. It Two years might sound like a lot, but once the endorsement came, it was like, bam, it felt instantaneous. Like, it felt really easy. I just had to line up with it. And now, for me, wanting to be in a really beautiful, amazing, powerful, transformational relationship, like somebody just awesome, and us co-create things together in meditation now, I'm a lot aligning with what it would feel like to be with her, to share my time creating with someone, like having podcasts together and putting out a newsletter together and really offering the best of both of us to the world. And I start to feel kind of like I'm vibrating, like it feels like really excellent. And that's how we draw things to ourselves. So whatever your dream is, it's a combination of taking those baby steps. It's a combination of feeling what it's going to feel like when you have it as if it was done. And I do a lot of affirmation writing. I carry sticky notes in my wallet. I have them in my daily planner. I try to update them every week. And, you know, I, I, I write things like I'm on the receiving end of love, of attention, of fulfillment. Everything is working out for me. Life is easy for me now. And so your affirmation has to be something that's believable. I don't suggest an affirmation that's so far out of you. When I've been working on believing in something, I'll write, I want to believe that I can. Okay, let, let me let me reframe that. I'll do something like, I want to believe life can be easy for me. So that was a baby step for me for a while. I want to believe life can be easy for me. And when I started to see some things unfold, like people being really nice to me at the stores and just, you know, you're going about your day and you're finding coins on the ground or a feather laying there, things that might have symbolic meaning. The clock, it's always at 222-333. And it's like, well, that's cool. You're always kind of catching these little blips of the universe communicating, like, I got you. I got you. Like, you're in alignment. Everything's working out. And I started to really see and feel things working out. So I could I could upgrade the affirmation from I want to believe life is easy for me to Life is easy for me because things are, they're so much easier, so much easier. And when they're not, it's because I've fallen back into efforting. Oh, it looks like there's a caller. I'm so excited. Okay, let's, let's bring the caller on. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Oh, they dropped. Okay, maybe they'll call back. Caller, call back if you're listening. 323-203-0815. I'd love to hear what you have to say. And... In that interim, I'm going to give out a word to my sponsor. BetterHelp.com has been a long-standing sponsor on all things therapy. I'm grateful to them. They are a fantastic online therapy platform to help you with issues that are interfering with your happiness. They help you with things that are preventing you from achieving your goals. They are professional counselors in every state that are licensed. You can start communicating with your counselor in under 24 hours. You can email them through the BetterHelp platform. They email you back. You do phone sessions through the platform, video sessions through the platform. I started off on BetterHelp, and it was a really wonderful experience. Amazing clients available there. You can meet weekly. You can, you know, whatever frequency you schedule through the platform. They make it very easy. Explore topics if you're struggling with depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, self-esteem. BetterHelp is also HIPAA compliant. They are convenient. They are more affordable than traditional therapists, and they do offer financial aid if you qualify. Take 10% off your first month to try them out by going to betterhelp.com forward slash ATT, standing for all things therapy. That's betterhelp.com forward slash ATT. They're really awesome and a great alternative. If you're rural, pretty much all therapy is online. But check them out. If you have financial issues, you, you feel like you can't afford therapy, they're really good in working with you at your budget. Check them out. Okay, the caller hasn't called yet, but I'm here if you do want to call back. Um, you know, and, and just so I, I want to make manifestation, living the life you really want to live um, understandable in a way that you can connect and use it. I love practical spirituality, something that I can really buy into with my mind, with my time. For me, meditation is that. And when I've heard people say they can't meditate, they don't have time, I, I was one of you in thinking that and believing that. It's because I didn't understand the power of it. And when I started to meditate, I began with guided meditations on YouTube. There are some are four minutes long. I love the honest guys, the honest guys meditation on YouTube. There are over 200 meditations. Excellent. They have a four minute morning uplift that I still do just about daily. And it's about setting your intention for the day. I always wake up. I say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I make my coffee and I sit for at least five minutes before I start answering emails in the stillness to just see what comes up. I just ask the universe, please, I intend a good day. I send love to the world. I send love to dissolve COVID. I send love to dissolve illness and sickness and disease and war and that people 
are led to where they need to for their own happiness and always turn that love and compassion towards yourself. Don't leave your meditation without finances. Bless your love life. Bless your loved ones. Bless your business. I bless myself throughout the day. And I ask to have more, more, more than I've ever had, than I've ever known. And for my happiness, you know, if we are not living at our optimum, we don't have much to give. We really do have to fill ourselves first and ongoingly. It's not a one-time event. It's daily. It's throughout the day, really affirming ourselves, really, you know, just being present with, um, with, with ourselves. And from that place, we can be powerfully available to others, do our work better, more efficiently. And even today, I'm going to tell you, I almost decided to play a rerun. I had a challenging afternoon, an issue that I'll share that, you know, I, I kind of um, have struggled with because I took it out from the spiritual realm and started sending emails to resolve this issue and to no avail. So today I like wrote on a piece of paper, a company that I signed a contract with that I thought they were going to do SEO optimization and they are not doing that. They're doing a service I did not want, but charging me monthly saying that my contract is not cancelable. And, um, you know, I felt really frustrated and I sent some rude emails and didn't hear back. And then Realize, like I started manhandling this, so to speak, in a way that's my old MO, my old, like, let me do this. Let me figure this out without the help of spirit. And that never gets you far. It might get you somewhere, but not as far as if I you release it. So this morning, I just took the document that I received from the business. I put it on my lap. I sent love to this company. I sent love to this situation. I asked for guidance for a resolution that either... They dissolve the contract with me without any penalties, or they begin to do the SEO backend work that I asked for, for the rate that we negotiated, and I fulfill the contract with them, that there's a positive change. And it's about really leaving it there, leaving it there, and then only writing emails or making calls as you feel inspired versus from that angry place. I was so angry this morning. And that's what led me to send emails that didn't get me anywhere. So today I, I left it on the altar, the altar alters things and asked for spirit to really do the heavy lifting with these people, with this contract, with this money. And um, I'm sharing this because I want, I expect to be able to give you a positive outcome, a report when it's resolved, that it was resolved in a, in a wonderful way for me. And it's okay to, put out there, I want best outcome for me. I want to be blessed. I want all of this money returned or I want the work done with a, a fucking awesome outcome on my behalf. You know, it's okay to talk to the universe like a friend because the universe is our friend. The universe loves us. This love, I get glimpses of it and meditations. I get flash of it, flashes of it through my body. It's like this pure unconditional love for every single thing that we care about every person every thought every our pets our loved ones like the universe wants to give us every single thing that we desire and it takes us lining up with the energy of that desire the energy of romantic love the energy of a successful business the energy of a positive outcome for a contract the energy of 
wellness in our body and to really do that as baby steps every day. So I almost canceled the show because I was really upset. And I was like, you know, this is the best thing you can do is go connect with your listeners. So I appreciate you listening and take any of this, use it in your own life. I'm transparent about my own issues. They're in my book. I talk about recovering from addiction, drug addiction, and how I did it through fitness and exercise and surfing (laughs) and just really changing my people, places, and things. For us to live the life of our dreams, we often have to do radical things. And often the boundaries are not setting or not set with others. It's not like we're going through our lives disrupting everyone and everything. We have to change our own selves. We have to boundary ourselves. We have to not send that text, not make that call. It's not about telling everyone off. It's like, stop telling everyone off. Stop making everyone else the cause of your problems and look at you. I had to look at me and change the side of me. Reading, time, praying, time, taking walks, and soul searching and journaling and like really coming to terms with I need to show up for myself and show up in ways that attract the love I want, attract the connection, not push it away. That when we get frustrated, we often push away what we want. So it's about working that frustration out. Go to the gym, go on a run, box the fuck out of something, hit a bag, you know, do what you need to do to get it out of your body. And then in that place of stillness, take action. From that place of alignment with source, with the energy within you, for me, it's the energy that creates worlds, to really align with that vibration. And I know it when I feel it, because it's like this tiny, still voice with a suggestion. Why Why don't you go check out that bookstore to sell your book? Why don't you reach out to that place to see if they're interested in having a book signing? Why don't you email this person to see if they are interested. Why don't you tell somebody you've been thinking about, hey, how are you? I miss you. Why don't you get outside of yourself? Get out of yourself and go reach out to someone else that you've been thinking about. I feel better every time, y'all. And even this, this show, this podcast, as a way, I usually have a guest every week, as you probably know, and I love being with people in that way. Yet this is also cool too, to just connect with you and share what's been going on. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Um, You know, I do want to read from you a little excerpt from my book to help you understand the power of this technology of Chiron and why I believe my work is going to help you set yourself free from patterns that have you back, you back, approaching them sometime And this isn't about something's wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with you. Sometime, though, our beliefs keep us in the same orbit. I talk in my book about frequency and orbit. We orbit habitually. We have habits. We have routines. We have a structure to our day. When we wake up, what we do, where we go for lunch, what we eat, the people we spend time with, you know, that that's all orbit. And that orbit puts us on a set frequency. And hopefully your frequency is really vibing high and you're happy. But, you know, sometimes we want to upgrade. We want new experiences. We want better for ourselves. So it takes finding a new orbit, which just means new habits, new new actions. But we get there by changing our beliefs about what we can have, who we can be. And 
since I can have anything, since you can have anything, what do I need to do to believe that to be true? So this is from my book. The mythological story of Chiron represents the psycho-astrological invitation to journey inward and bring greater understanding, healing, and power to your life. Almost everyone has an aspect of life wherein they seem to repeat the same frustrating patterns and at the same time continually wonder how to change. In early psychoanalytic literature, Sigmund Freud was the first to name these reoccurring and painful cyclical patterns. The repetition compulsion has been written about in various ways since Freud coined the term in 1914. Eric Erickson, the renowned psychoanalyst who fathered the stages of psychosocial development, wrote about destiny neurosis in his book, Childhood and Society, and quote, the way that some people make the same mistakes over and over, the individual, the individual unconsciously arranges for variations of an original theme, which he or she has not learned either to overcome or to live with, end quote. That's powerful, y'all. Then object relations theory teaches that object relations, which are the relationships we had with our primary caretakers early in life, may be unconsciously repeated. Then in, in the book, Further Learning from the Patient, British psychoanalyst Patrick Caseman. Caseman is quoted in psychology textbooks and books everywhere. I can't even tell, I've been a social worker 20 years. Casement is in almost every continuing education class that I take. He was a powerful teacher. And he says, unresolved conflicts continue to generate attempts at solutions which do not really work until a genuine solution is found. And lastly, attachment theorists believe that early development patterns form schemas of relationship that are repeated. A schema is the mental representation of relationships, which becomes organized and encoded as experiential and cognitive data. So in the astrological chart, Chiron is found in one of the 12 signs of the zodiac, which I listed earlier in the podcast, from Aries to Pisces. And this placement of Chiron, Chiron in a zodiac sign reveals the specific core wound that causes you recurring issues, themes, and problems that result in persistent, painful challenges and patterns. Then the house, houses 1 through 12, that Chiron is found in represents one of the 12 distinct sectors or areas of our lives whereby our core wound manifests. So here's an example. The first house relates to our physical body and our personality. The second house has to do with our finances and moral value systems. So Chiron, where it manifests, might be in your personality, in the way you show up or don't show up for yourself. It may show up in your relationship to money or your moral value system. So my book talks about all of this. There's an interactive website at nolatherapy.com forward slash Chiron where you can enter your date of birth information and get where your Chiron is and then plug that in to my book. And I go through, it's really important to learn about all the placements of Chiron because though your core wounding is in one area, we've all experienced a sense of abandonment 
or feeling like we've lost our identity for a bit in a new relationship, for example. We might feel like we're disconnected from our creativity. We might not have a healthy relationship to our physical health, to our personal routines. We might um, be struggling with an addiction and not sure how to end that that cycle of self-sabotage through addiction. So Chiron helps us with all of these issues. And I offer practical takeaway steps. Again, I love the practical. I give you three to five steps for every Chiron placement that you can start today to shift your pattern. So you're shifting your orbit, starting a new frequency to then attract the things you really want and less of what you don't want. I also offer you affirmations that I've tailor-made for every placement of Chiron based on what you you yourself are dealing with. And I've infused them with Reiki healing. I'm a Reiki practitioner. And so this book, I'm, I'm going to kind of conclude here. You've heard me talk about it. If you've been listening to my show, you can find it at nolatherapy.com. There's a button to order my book. It's on amazon.com. It's on barnesandnoble.com as well. I have all of those links um, at nolatherapy.com. If you're here in New Orleans, my friend who owns Blue Cypress Bookstore on Oak Street is ordering it for you. Reach out to bluecypressbooks.com if you like shopping local and reach out to me to be your practitioner, your therapist. I'm launching with my book, a 30-day psychoastrology package to work with me one-on-one. I have room for five people in a month-long period, it's a $5,000 investment to have phone and text access to me during business hours, during the week, really filtering all of your experiences through the healing lens of Chiron and me helping you day-to-day with how to achieve greater success and really change your orbiting patterns, your raise your frequency, and start attracting magnificent things. And um, it's my passion. This is my passion to to work with you in this way, to just be connected. I love connection. It's one of my biggest values. Authenticity is. So nolatherapy.com. And if you love my podcast, which I hope you do, please go to iTunes and give me a written review. Those help so much on iTunes and um, on Google. My business, Nola Therapy, is on on Google. I'd love a review there. Reach out to me, Lisa at NOLA Therapy. And I plan to be back with you next week with a guest. To the caller who was trying, reach out to me, Lisa at NOLA Therapy. If you do have a question or comment, I'm available. I just send you all my love and uh, look forward to being with you next time. Bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio.